In today's episode, we will talk about the importance of developing a positive mental attitude. I will share with you five ways to remain positive no matter the circumstance that you face. And we will answer the question, how do you refocus the mind and so much more. Let's dive in together and explore this wonderful topic. Welcome to the Better Men Podcast with your host, Justin Kane. Welcome to episode number six. This podcast is for men who desire to become better men. And I hope to provide practical tools, pathways to improving your life, upgrading your mindset, and helping you leave a lasting legacy on this earth. In our last episode, I shared a few tips to help you plan to win in this life. We all understand that no one wins on accident. If you're going to win the game called life, you will do it because you became a man of purpose and you became a man of intention. And today I want to talk about something that is so important, the power of attitude and possessing a positive mental attitude towards life. I can't express enough how this simple character trait attributes the most to the success that any man is going to achieve in life. If you want to go beyond your present successes, and if you want to uh, begin to live beyond your potential curve, take a close personal look at your attitude. A positive mental attitude must be developed. It certainly begins with a choice to see the good in every situation that you face and to appreciate every day as though it may be your last, but it, be, it must be developed over time. And this mental attitude that I'm talking about is a result from someone who has dedicated themselves to personal improvement and genuine service to others. Committing to be your best and to do your best, it frees you from the concern about difficult situations that you may encounter in the future. It's the willingness to go the extra mile and to refuse any negative, self-limiting thoughts to be entertained in your mind. If you commit fellas, to being the best version of yourself and offer above and beyond service to those that you interact with, you can be confident that good things will happen to you. And you can be equally confident that if trouble comes your way, you will have the mental wherewithal to overcome it. Now, this certainly takes effort and it takes diligence, but it also acts as a protective shield against self-limiting doubts. Therefore, accepting personal responsibility for your life is the foundation to cultivate what I'm talking about today, a positive mental attitude. And this is why I harp on personal responsibility so much. It's about putting an end to the blame, end to the excuses and justification that is critical to put an end to those things. But how many people do you know? They blame their attitudes on others or what kind of day it was or what someone did to them. My attitude has nothing to do with other people. It has nothing to do with the weather. It has nothing to do with whether my circumstances are really, really good or they're really, really bad. My attitude has nothing at all to do with those things. And men, we must refuse to make the false claim that someone else made us feel a certain way or made us react a certain way or made us do this or do that. Now, can certain people, what they do make us feel certain? Yes, it can. 
So it's what we do with those feelings, whether we're going to maturely handle them and respond rightly, or we're going to allow our feelings to dictate our reactions. Remember, it's not what has been done to you that defines who you are, but how you respond to others that defines you. That's the thing that molds you into the man that you are today and the man that you will become tomorrow. When you feel a particular, particular way as a man because of what someone maybe said or what they did or because of the crap that you're going through, just take a step back and reflect for a moment on what you can do to respond to the situation if you were the man that you wanted to be. Don't allow someone or someone else to dictate how you're going to respond. Ask yourself this question, and I think it's a phenomenal question. If I was a man with a positive mental attitude, how would I respond to this situation or to this person? Realize that your attitude is not based upon circumstances or past limitations or what others do or what others haven't done. No one but you is responsible for the choices and the reactions that you make today. A man cannot blame their poor attitude on the way his wife treats him, nor can an employee blame his or her bad attitude on the owner or the boss or us blame our attitude on the economy or the president. Fellas, we are called to fix our thoughts on that which is good. We are to set our mind on that which is above. So a right attitude is the key ingredient to a greater achievement in life. If you put your mind to work with a positive mental attitude and you believe that you will build a great life, your belief will guide you to your desired destination. And if you fill your mind with fear and with dread, frustration, and negativity, you will, will attract those things to you. Your attitude is magnetic and it will attract into your life, whether negative or positive. You are not at the mercy or of another human being, or you are not at the mercy of some adverse circumstance. You are in charge of your attitude. And regardless of what you go through, you are the one who determines your mental state, whether it's positive or whether it's negative, no matter where you were yesterday, or how negative you have been in the past, fellas, the good, the good news is this, you can change. And you can set yourself on a path of an excellent attitude. You can be more positive today than you were yesterday. But please know that I'm not suggesting that you deny or you ignore the reality in your life, but by just topping it off with, I'm happy, no, on the contrary, I'm referring to being real about the crap that we're facing, yet choosing in the midst of that to have a positive mental state when you're facing it. So it's not about denying it. It's not about telling people a different story. It's about saying, this is what I'm going through, but I'm choosing to have a positive attitude as I go through it. And this is why Paul in the Bible says, count it all joy when you encounter, encounter various trials. And you'll soon discover the refreshing difference it makes in your life when you choose a positive mental attitude. Those who are happy, confident, and competent, they attract the things necessary for success. In episode number three, I talked about the two envelopes that were given to us at birth. One was labeled the abundant life and the other was labeled defeat, 
failure and regret. And the way that you open either one of these envelopes is with your mental attitude, whether it's positive or whether it's negative. And if you choose a negative mental attitude towards life or you allow negativity to have a higher place in your life, you can expect to experience defeat, failure, and regret. Now, despite those penalties that come to us from having a poor attitude, the majority of people live in negativity. And you are not an ordinary man. You are not the typical man, nor do you have to succumb to a life, to a life that is below your potential, accepting responsibility for your attitude, regardless of the situation or the circumstances, it puts you on the fast track to success. The reason is this, your attitude directly affects who you become in life, whether you become better or whether you become bitter whether you become a victim or whether you become a victor. As a man, you, you, uh, as a man, it is important to train yourself to see the best in every disappointment that you face. Success belongs to the individual, to the man who upholds this attitude. I will not give up. I will not quit. I will press on. I will get through this. I will reach for the higher level. I will be everything that I'm destined to be no matter what I have to go through. And I'm reminded when I say that of a season that I was going through where people loved me, the ones who loved me would say, oh, Justin, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this. And while they were telling me that I get it, they were empathetic, they were sympathetic. It was the right thing for them to say. I had this thought that I believe God gave me, Justin, you must go through this. It's a training ground. And by adopting that simple thought, it changed my entire attitude through what I was going through. And that attitude is the backbone of all other character traits. And it takes you us, it takes us men so far in life when we start to adopt it in our world. So what does it take to attain this positive mental attitude that I'm talking about? In this podcast or in this episode, I want to give you five ways that I found that will help you cultivate the attitude that will take your life upward rather than downward. Now, again, the point of these episodes is to provide you tools and pathways so you can improve your life. So here's way number one, fellas, let go of what is outside of your control. Let it go. There's certain things that you cannot control and you need to let them go. There is one simple practice that I do every single night when I lay in bed. It's actually one of the tenets that I live by, let go of things before the sun goes down. And I lay there and I verbally say to myself, I let go of whatever I carry that day that I should not be carrying, whatever worry I have about tomorrow that I should not be worrying about, whatever weight I'm holding on to, or whatever thing that is outside of my control that is consuming my mind, I let go of it right there. And I close off my day letting go so I can start tomorrow fresh. There's only one thing you can control in this world, and that is you. And that is your thinking. You can't control the weather. You can't control what others say about you. You can't control your kids or your spouse or who your parents are or anything for that matter, except your own beliefs, your own thoughts, your attitudes, and your actions, which encompasses you. That's what you're in control of. 
So focus on becoming the best version of you. That is the simple key to letting go of that which you can't control is to focus on becoming the best version of yourself. You know, men only fail for one reason, one reason only, broken focus. You can attribute every single failure in your life, in my life, to broken focus. So decide what you want out of life and go after it. Don't make excuses, don't pass blame, and always let go of what is out of your control. All right, way number two. The second way to uh, adopt and attain to a positive mental attitude is fix your thoughts on what is good. Your focus determines your moods. How do you do this? You refocus your mind by what? Asking better questions. When you start asking better questions, your mind starts to adopt better answers in a different focus. And just like the ones that I shared in episode number three about discouragement, the questions that I ended with were these. What is good about this situation? What is the wise, calculated, logical response to this situation? And number three, who can help me see the good in this situation? Now, remember, no matter how dark it is in your life, there is light somewhere to be appreciated. No matter how hard the process is, there is something good being produced. And no matter how long the winter season feels, there is a spring that is right around the corner. Gentlemen, an idle mind or a mind without directive towards positivity becomes a negative mind. And this is the reason why it's so important to focus on becoming a better you and rather than who others are not and what they haven't done for you or the promises they made and they didn't come through. Moods are the result of focus. Whatever captures your focus controls your attitude. And not, not everyone realizes the power that focus plays on their life, but until they do, they will never experience the rewarding life that God has promised to them. The emotions that you feel right now throughout your, your the day or throughout the time that you're going through, whether good or bad, they simply reveal where your focus is. God does not and he will not force you to focus on the good. It is your responsibility to direct your attention. And as you do, your emotions will follow. This is the key to being in the driver's seat of your emotions rather than to let them get the best of you day in and day out. Way number three, put away the victim mentality. Why? Because you're a champion. You are a victor and you are a winner. That's why victim mentality has no place with champion men. The victim mentality has no place with those who are victors and those who are winners. When you attack, Difficult times with an attitude of, a, of possibility, you soon see every difficulty as stepping stones for future achievement. A positive mental attitude is a vital ingredient toward becoming a better man, one who is healthy and attractive to those that are around you. Fellas, you can always learn a lesson proportionate to the difficulty that you're going through, and that can launch you into your potential. As I stated before, it's not what's done to you, but how you respond that matters. Your attitude toward accepting responsibility for the outcome of your life is one of the most important statements 
that you can make about yourself and the kind of person that you are to those around you. Studies have shown that those who accept responsibility tend to be more positive and they have a better uh, outlook on life and the setbacks that they face. And those who place blame and on others and justify everything tend to be more negative and cynical. A gentleman named Raymond Hollywell says these words. He said, each experience through which we pass ultimately or operates ultimately for our good. This is a correct attitude to adopt and we must be able to see it in that light. So how will you respond to tomorrow's setbacks? Well, Justin, I don't know. I don't know what's coming. How am I supposed to say how I'm going to respond, Justin? I can guarantee you this. If you wait until the situation arises to make a decision, you're bound to make a decision that is detrimental to your future. If you constantly are reacting to the issues of life, you are like a man who attempts to protect his home during a storm. He places himself in great danger and his home suffers severe damage. If he were ready for the storm before it came, he and his home would be safe. You have probably seen it in your own life that when pressure comes, poor decisions tend to follow those who weren't firm on what action to take. So you must make a decision today that tomorrow you expect only good. If you wait to feel it, if you wait to see it, you'll never live in expectation of it. Number four, way number four, be grateful. Count your blessings, not your troubles. It's so easy to tally up all the troubles we're going through. But let me show a, share a story with you that really I think will touch your heart. It's entitled Count Your Blessings by Charles Mard. What a day I said to myself as I jumped out of bed with glee. Today was the day I planned to go and cut my Christmas tree. I wonder what I'll get this year as I lugged it from afar. Maybe a watch or a real big ring or even a brand new car. I guess I better bake and clean and there's stockings I have to stuff. The time is short and money's scarce and I never have enough. All these people coming over, which gives me a lot of work. They never help and some complain about some silly quirk. While in the store, I saw a boy who appeared to be really sad. He got it. He's got it made. That silly kid, no work, just fun to be had. He looks at me and I say, you seem a little down today. Haven't you picked out your favorite toy? Why aren't you smiling and having fun like a normal little boy? His words sung deep as he lifted his head from his eye with a tear. I've picked it out, but hope it's gone. And I'm afraid that Santa won't hear. I always loved this time of year for Santa always came, but now it won't mean much to me or ever be the same. My dad left mom and me years ago when I was still very small, so I don't remember Christmas with him being there at all. But mom and me will always laugh and put up the Christmas tree. Mom passed away this year and now there's only me. I hung my head in deep regret because of my thought, you see, because I wanted most for all or, or of all for folks to think of me. Why couldn't I have the things I wanted as I worked really hard all year? I deserved those rings and a brand new car and something new to wear. Now I discovered more precious gifts than I had ever seen. They now became more value, valuable to me than they have ever been. My friends and family were right beside me to help at any time. 
I ask God to forgive me. How could I be so blind? When I get up each morning now, I thank the Lord above, who knows how long there will be to shower me with love. A lesson was learned this year as I prepared for Christmas Day. No more asking but for me, but to be thankful when I pray. So let's be grateful. Count your blessings, not your troubles. And lastly, way number five, direct your mind toward a worthy goal or goals. A mind without direction wanders toward negativity. Give yourself a reason to wake up every day. Establish some targets to aim for and wake up each day with the intention of hitting those targets. There's a direct correlation between accepting personal responsibility and possessing a positive attitude. And those who believe they are victims of circumstances always struggle to see the positivity in seemingly everything in life. And the individuals who look to find who they can blame to relieve themselves from the remorse of personal responsibility, or those individuals do, when you attack difficult times with an attitude of responsibility, you soon see every difficulty as a stepping stone toward a greater tomorrow. But enjoy every moment of every day, fellas, no matter what season of life you're in. If you can't afford the luxuries of culture, then be content knowing that this is the worst off that you'll ever be. Focus on what you do have and thank God for his wonderful blessings. Be careful not to always look so far into the future that you view your present disdainfully. Don't hate where you are right now just because you would rather be somewhere else. The mind always searches for what it does not possess. And the child who has all the toys wants the other one the child has. The young valet attendant dreams about one day having the cars or the guests that he, he helps. And those same guests want to make more money this year than they did last year. There's an endless search for achievement. But true fulfillment is only attained through seeing life as a journey that is to be enjoyed rather than a race to be run. So enjoy where you are in the present moment and don't set up camp there. You have to be ready to press forward when it's time to move on. And the more you expect great things to happen, the more positive your attitude will be. You will soon convey to others that you are destined for greatness, fellas. Other, others will begin to see you develop continually into a great man um, of God. You attract those who move in the same direction and those who already have attained a level of status that you're seeking after. There's no need to boast or brag of your advancement because true greatness never boasts. You shouldn't have to. Whenever you find one who sings his own praise, you can be sure insecurity and doubt are in his heart. Allow your attitude to convey a message that you are a man of excellence and that you will continue to excel in everything you do. And as you cultivate this attitude of increase, refuse to allow yourself to look down upon another. Always see yourself in a humble light, as lesser than those who are around you. Take the posture of a servant at all times. Samuel Milton Jones said these words, what I want for myself, I want for everybody. And it's with that intent, fellas, that promotion will chase us. I believe it to be true that the only time it is right to look up down upon another is when you're bending over to pick them up. Dennis Watley said it like this. The winner's edge is not in a gifted birth and a high IQ or in talent. The winner's edge is all in the attitude, not the aptitude. Attitude is the criteria for success, but you can't buy an attitude for a million dollars. Attitudes are not for sale. Well, that's all for today, fellas. 
I appreciate you listening. I thank you for making the choice to become a better man and to follow this podcast. Please make sure you check out our website, thebettermenexperience.com for more details regarding some upcoming workshops that we're doing, free workshops. But until I talk to you again on Thursday, take care, enjoy your week, and have a positive attitude towards your life. God bless.